Welcome to Texas Businesses on the Rise. I'm Tatiana Chamorro, owner at High Digital Dallas and VP of High Creative. We interview business owners and their journey, dive into the do's, don'ts, and overall experience. We want to empower others by sharing experiences so we get raw and real on what it means to be a business owner. Stick around to the end of the podcast. We'll share great insights and reveal how you can be the next one interviewed. Let's do it. Welcome to Texas Businesses on the Rise. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Camp, and today we will be chatting with Marvina Case. Welcome, Marvina. Please introduce who you are, the name of your business, and where you're located. Hi, Genesis. Thank you so much for that warm welcome. My name is Marvina Case. My business is Sweet Spot LLC, and we are located in Austin, Texas. Ooh, Austin. <laughs> so how did you come up with the name Sweet Spot? You know, um, honestly, I've always been people-centric and looking at being in business for 24 years and originating businesses in 40, I think it's 43 countries. Uh, <laughs> I know that people matter. And the Sweet Spot is basically everything when it comes together and you get that feeling that like a dog, when you find it on them, they shake and they're just happy. So I just thought it was a great name for an IT company that focuses on people-centric solutions. Beautiful. And have you always been in the IT space or was this something throughout your 24 years of being in business that you said, you know what, I'm just going to pivot and try something new. Walk us through your backend story. Sure. I actually started um, in catering, which actually has nothing to do with <laughs> IT whatsoever. But I, I attended Purdue University and I majored in visual communication design engineering, which now is basically uh, a, a software engineer. And I decided I didn't like engineering. Um, I love technology, but no offense to my tech people that are listening, but a lot of them are a bit dry. <laughs> It just wasn't a good fit for my personality. But being that I love STEM so much, I wanted to stay up to date with technology. So I created a company when I was 18 years old called Jack of All Trades uh, Catering and Event Planning. And I did everything from start to finish. So, uh, you know, from Alpha to Omega, from your marketing to your videos for the event to the um, ads that went on TV and the catering. So I still kind of stay tech savvy. And then when I graduated, I decided I wanted to, to move to uh, Arizona and Arizona had a great tech market. So I started working for a tech firm, which was integrated information systems. And I started thinking about all the problems related to technology and how it really didn't work for salespeople. I've always been a salesperson at heart and most salespeople will tell you I hate Salesforce and that's the go-to software solution, but they use it because that's what every company implements. And I just decided that maybe I should start looking around for a solution that actually works for salespeople. And I found one and I became a value-added reseller of that product. And that's pretty much where I am today. Mm, that's beautiful. And I like how you started 
with a different industry, such as catering, event planning, and stuff like that. And then you tried it out, you figured out, oh, okay, this is kind of cool, but not really for me. Then you started to see how you took ownership in your purpose and how your purpose led to, you know, you being so passionate about the tech and you being that solution to people's problems is what I'm gathering. And correct me if I'm wrong here. No, that's pretty much it. A lot and, of solutions, basically. The, the issue is a lot of solutions, it's out of the box. You accept what you get. They don't listen to their customers. That's a big problem with technology and a big problem with salespeople. They want to talk too much and they never listen. So they don't get that. I don't need this aspect of it. I need this aspect of it. Um, I don't need this type of module, but here's what I need. And they don't put those in place for people. And the product that I have, Sweet CRM, it does that. It is a module-based product which allows you to pick and choose 175 different options to create the perfect solution for you. And did it take you a while, Marvina, to find that solution to give to your clients? Because it's not a one-stop shop. You do have some versatility there and you give them 175 different options to choose from. And I think that's far better than what some of, some of the other people in your industry may be offering because sometimes you have a one size that fits all when in actuality, that one size may not fit or work for my business. Exactly. One size may fit all, but it doesn't fit all well. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the big difference between what we do here at Sweet Spot and what a lot of other companies do. We solve problems for our customers, but they give us the solution. We just have to listen carefully and then implement their desires. Mm. So being a successful businesswoman that you are today, we all know that businesses have ugly starts and it's not always glamorous. So talk about a time where you faced an obstacle that helped you pivot and reinvent your business structure. Well, I have always been taught that you never put all of your eggs in one basket. So I didn't really have the issue that many people have. Um, and the reason being is I've always worked three jobs <laughs> and that way I'm able to work on my passion. And when I have small setbacks, I still have two other gigs to fall back on. I still cater and I still work for another organization as well as run my own business. A lot of people don't put the effort into making themselves successful and putting in the hours. It takes a lot of time and motivation and effort in order to be successful. And that's basically what makes you successful, tenacity. And it's something that isn't that common today. Very, very true. And I love how you said, how you said, don't put all your eggs in one basket because prime example, the pandemic, there were so many people out there who put all their eggs in one basket that whenever things came tumbling down, they're like, oh crap. Like I went from the top to the bottom. Like, I don't know what to do. And they were going stir crazy, but the pandemic has, you know, taught people valuable lessons that you have to know how to pivot and you have to be able to be a mover and shaker. So you're definitely a mover and shaker because you have three different avenues of things that you're doing. You still cater, you have your own business and you still work for somebody. So you could see the versatility there, but you could also see that you have multiple streams of income coming in. So let's talk about your success stories. What is one story of success that you would share with the listeners of Texas businesses on the rise? 
It's kind of a two-part story. And I, I mentioned this because a lot of people find it difficult to be successful and they assume that you need to learn from the CEO or someone higher up. The most success I ever had working for an organization was I got advice from the janitor. <laughs> and uh, you never know who's going to give you the best advice. I was working for a small company at the time called Monster.com while catering, while working on my own business. And uh, Monster.com, I, I was given a territory and I was like, I can't get any leads in here. I can't. Nobody wants to advertise online. And I can't reach these people. And the janitor saw my tenacity. I would come to work early and I would stay very late. I would be the first one in the office and the last one to leave. But it was the only time in my life where I hadn't had instant success. So it was very difficult <laughs> for me to accept that. So I kept trying different ways to attack the, the problem. And he came up to me, he goes, I see you have this work ethic and I need to understand what you're doing because I see you working hard, but yet you're not smiling when you're leaving. And I told him, I said, I'm trying to reach all these business owners. And I, I have this solution that's going to save them a ton of money because they're still using papers to advertise and they can reach a much larger market on the internet. Now I'm dating myself with that statement, but <laughs> that's uh, pretty much what happened. He said, well, you're, what kind of business owners are you calling? I said, you know, working class people that own janitorial services, that own uh, car dealerships. He goes, what time are you calling? I said, Typically in regular business hours, he goes, well, they work just like you. That's the wrong time to call. You need to call at 745 at night or 615 in the morning. And most likely they're going to pick up the phone and be like, hi, honey, what's up? Because they're not going to look to see who was calling them at that time. And that's your end. And he was 100% accurate. I started calling at 6.45, 7 o'clock at night. They pick up the phone. Hi, honey. I said, well, I like you, but I don't know you that well for you to be calling me honey. And it would break the ice. And I instantly had my foot in the door. Mm. He made me very wealthy from that. So that that's a, a success story. And then utilizing... Here in Texas specifically, we have something called PTAC, which helps companies, uh, new companies or people who want to start their own companies, get up and running. They help you do business with the government. They help you do business with the city, with the school system, and it's free. But a lot of people aren't familiar with it and they don't know that that resource is out there. So that is uh, the most successful thing that I've had happen in Texas is working with PTAC. Wow. Boy, knowledge is power. And when you said P-Tech, like, I was like, oh, you taught me something new because I had no idea organization like that has existed. But one thing I liked in your success story was that you were willing to listen to the janitor because there's so many people in business. And I'm speaking from personal experience where I, you know, climbed the corporate ladder in the oil and gas industry. And there was times where people wouldn't even give a cleaning staff the time or the day because they felt like they're cleaning our office, they're beneath me or anything. But I tell people that janitor could very well be your manager and you never know how someone comes into your life for various reasons as well as various seasons. So you should never discount somebody based on where they currently are. And I love that because you are successful, but you did not diminish or demonize somebody who was under under you or in a different bracket 
then you and you see how you're like, oh wow, let me listen to this feedback because feedback is a gift. You could either take what applies and run with it. Whatever doesn't apply, thank the person that they cared enough for opening their mouth to share it and put it in your back pocket until a situation arises where you could use it. So I love how you shared that, Marvina, because someone definitely needed to hear that. Because sometimes people get so big headed and they get so high minded that they forget the same ladder you go up is the same ladder you come down. The success that you have today may not be the success you have tomorrow. So that's why it's very important to talk about the ugly start, the obstacles that, that you face in business, as well as your success stories, because those experiences do build upon itself. So now, Marvina, I want to go a little bit deeper with you here. And I want you to give some sound advice to anyone who is aspiring to start a business or they may have a business, but their business is not taking off right now. What would you tell that person? To keep trying. There are no mistakes and no failures. The only failure in my mind is when you don't attempt to improve yourself. For every fall, I learned not to trip over that same stone. So it's the way you look at life and the way you approach things. Um, It's very important for people to understand that if you were born in this country, you're already ahead of the game. You have a great chance of success. There's many different avenues and grants available to you. So even if you come from the most humblest background, like I did from Gary, Indiana, former murder capital of the world, you can one day be CEO of your own company. It really just takes the ability to see it. If you see it and you think you can do it and you keep trying, you'll eventually get there. Look at Michael Jordan. He got cut from his sixth grade basketball team. He was a horrible basketball player, but guess what? He kept practicing. Now everyone knows his name. Mm, Beautiful. So keep trying, have that grit, be resilient, and don't trip over the the same stone that caused you to fall. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not really rocket science. It's kind of common sense. You know that if I keep doing the same thing over and over, who is it? Einstein said doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results is insanity. It really is that simple. It is. It is very much. <laughs> so now I want you to tell us how do you personally find and retain your clients? I don't advertise. I do a lot of word of mouth. Uh, My father taught me when I was very small, if you treat people right and you do right by them, when they go to different places, they will remember you. My clients call me. I maintain relationships. As I stated in the beginning, people-centric. Everything starts with people and ends with people. So if you don't treat people right, you can have the best product in the world. They may not want to use you because they don't like you. People buy from people. Most products out there are decent. They can do the basic needs that people have, but people buy from people and they want that customer service. Customer-centric businesses will always excel. I love that. And 
you said the key thing, relationships. Relationships are so key and prevalent because nowadays everyone has that whiffle method. What's in it for me? But it should be what's in it for we because we're exchanging and we should help one another grow. And if we're helping one another grow, then we're both going to be successful and thrive. Would you agree? I 100% agree. I've had it happen to me multiple times where I've told a customer, I'm a very bad liar, so I just don't do it. Uh, (laughs) I told a customer, my solution is not the right solution for you at this time. And he was actually leaving the company. Yeah, he was leaving the company to go to a bigger company. And he looked at me and almost in shock. I was like, do I have something on my face? Is there something (laughs) between my teeth? And he was like, um, you're right. It's not the right solution for, for this company. And I am just so impressed that you were honest and said, this isn't right. And then I gave him some options that fit the budget of the company he was at and said, I would suggest you reach out to this company because of this. Here's the reason why. And he was just so impressed. So when he moved on to a, a three letter, very big company, and he was in a position that they could use my product, he reached out to me and said, mm-hmm. I want your product for this company because I know it's the right fit and I'm determined to work with you because you're honest and that's a rarity today. So mm. it always works that way. I love that because transparency is key. Like no one wants someone that masquerades and talks up something, talks a good game, but they can't walk it like they talk it. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so wild card question here, Marvina, are you ready? <laughs> So, (laughs) you know, right now in the media and all over, we hear the words D-E-N-I, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's so important. It's been going on for a while, but now it has all this hype in the media. What is your stance on diversity, equity, and inclusion? And how do you ensure that your business has great representation? I do something that a lot of people don't. I hire the best. Equality to me is more important than any of those other three words. So I treat everybody equally. And naturally, I work in a diverse office, but it happened organically. I just hired the best people. I don't intentionally go out and go, I need to find a um, one-legged gay uh, Muslim. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the best person to be able to do the job. And I judge them on their abilities. And people, there's enough qualified people with every box that you can check where you can find someone that will fit in. So I look for quality people and diversity, inclusion, it happens naturally. That's how I handle it. Thank you so much for sharing your personal insight there. And as we begin to wind down, I want you to tell the listeners of Texas Businesses on the Rise who you are, where you're located again, how they can connect with you on social media, and any fun facts you want to leave. Sure. We are Sweet Spot LLC. You can find us at online at sweetspot.info, or you can find us on LinkedIn, just common. So it tends to pop up pretty easy. And we are located uh, in Austin, Texas at 2101 South I-35 Frontage Road. 
the best way to reach us is simply to reach out to me directly. And if you have questions about how to start your business or if I can be a resource for you, I love to see other people successful. Please reach out to me if you need a CRM for your company and you need something that you don't have the funds for right now. I'm happy to work with you because in order for you to be successful, in order for me to be successful, I have to be willing to help you. So I'm happy to help any new business owner that needs a CRM and get them get their foot in the door and get them up and running. I can be reached directly at Marvina at sweetspot.info. Thank you so much, Marvina. And there you have it, listeners of Texas Businesses on the Rise. You heard it here from Marvina Case with Sweet Spots LLC. Go connect with her, get plugged in. She is a wealth of information and knowledge and you will not regret it. Until we chat next time, please stand by Marvina. Ciao. Hey there, this is Tatiana. Thank you so much for listening to Texas Businesses on the Rise. If you are a successful entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit highdigital.com slash podcast dash Texas slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. You can also do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media and let them know about the show and include the hashtag Texas Businesses on the Rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, highdigital.com slash Dallas. Or follow me directly on LinkedIn and Instagram at Tatiana Chamorro. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.